0: Welcome to Nightclerk Radio. This is episode 83, our Summer Jams 2023. It's a going to be a very hot and smoky summer, apparently. So we're gonna have some uh hot summer jams uh for for you to enjoy this year. And yeah, it's uh vaporwave is a lot of things. It is dystopian, hypnagogic, but it's also just, you know, fun tunes for fun times. Uh, it can be all these things. Mm-hmm. So we've done it before. And uh, Burke said, why do we do it again? It's like, yeah, no, that's a good idea. We should find some good new uh, vapor wave to uh, celebrate. Summer is finally here. Yay.
1: Yeah. yeah. And also I think our previous summer jam episodes, I sort of commented on last week or not last week, but last episode. That was like trying to be a little clever, like these are sleepy summer jams or like mm-hmm. these are actually Dungeons Synth summer jams would actually be fun. Mm. I was going to make fun of myself. But anyway, the point being is that these are just albums that capture some aspect of summer to me, mm-hmm. not in a clever way. Just they're just jams. They're just great to listen to mm-hmm. and are season appropriate. Two very different albums. Yeah. Also.
0: Yeah, that's actually uh, one of the things I really liked is that we each picked something that was very different. Not uh, so much on the uh, theme, but just like representing different aspects of summer. Summer is a multifaceted season, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, we don't really have a clever intro. There's no <laughs> no uh, no big preamble discussion about these. It's just a uh, very episode mm-hmm. music focused episode. Yeah. Uh,
0: sometimes uh, summer jams can just be summer jams. sample is from track two of dusty roads by limousine uh the track is called lonesome roads although it's spelled differently on the track name but dusty roads is (laughs) a album themed on the summer road trip a time-honored tradition ever since we had uh, automobiles and roads to drive them on uh the road trip has been a Well, it's a very American form of vacation. I know, obviously, (laughs) people take road trips all over the world, but it is part of American pop culture now. Particularly, Dusty Roads is very desert-themed. And we've talked about Limousine before with Omega Mall X on our 2020 Best of Vaporwave episode. Mm -hmm. But this is a brand new album from uh, Limousine. It is from... This year, I believe it came out in April, mm-hmm. yeah, April 21st. And yeah, it is, you know, it, it's a short, sweet album. a very interesting take for a Vaporwave album in terms, I mean, it's a very Plunderphonics based album, but like the source of the sample is very unusual for Vaporwave. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun listening to this album. It, it's a, it's a more, it's more of a sleepy, chill, uh, summer jam, but it's driving through the desert, <laughs> nothing but road in front of you. And just relaxing uh, as as you hit the blacktop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mentioned that Rhodes is spelled different in your sample track title. Mm-hmm. Rhodes is in the keyboard. It's a musical instrument, the electric piano. Oh, keyboard. okay. Well, I'm assuming there's also Rhodes and island in Greece. Mm-hmm. But but given the sound of the track mm-hmm. and the uh, theme of the album, I'm going to say they're probably doing Rhodes keyboards, which are like an intrinsically very vintage sound. They're, they really blew up in the 70s, mm. both in like jazz and and prog and stuff okay Um, yeah i know i've talked about them before but the Rhodes keyboard is really interesting it's like a true electric piano so the striking the keys causes a little hammer to hit like a wire much like an electric guitar is like an amplified electric current Uh, versus like a okay uh, like a synth keyboard where you it like triggers some synth patch to play it's actually like more i don't know it's more like an electric guitar Mm -hmm. than like a like a
0: Casio keyboard or something. Nice, yeah. That, that's yeah. I, I imagine it is referencing the piano then, because this is a sure. very seventies prog and jazz kind of sourced album. Yeah, it is a very reminiscent. Like when I was listening to this album, I was just thinking of like seventies road trip movies and you mm-hmm. know, and seventies like. Desert sleaze kind of movies, like the, the whole like mm. bikers and hippies out in the desert, you know, taking drugs and going to late night bars and lounges and uh getting into misadventures. Probably someone gets murdered or wanders out in the desert to die. <laughs> but, you know, it's a good time for most people. Um, and yeah. yeah, as long as you're not on the
1: set of Easy Rider, you
0: do. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. It's like Easy Rider, but in the desert. Yeah. And happier. A little happier. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, Limousine calls this a nature wave album, which I can see because oh, yeah. aside from the phonics, there's a lot of field recordings in this of uh, the road in the desert at night. You know, you can hear the sound of the highway nearby. You can hear the wind. It's really fun and just something to to. This is great driving music, I would think.
1: hmm. hmm. Yeah. And I think the road trip as your reference point for the summer mm-hmm. in the summer jam. Is pretty apt. I mean, I definitely did a lot of road trips as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know, at some point, did this go out of style? Like, I feel like we just stopped. It probably coincides with like being in high school or something. But yeah, like on the East Coast, I, I, I'm i sure you have places you got, you know, in the Ozarks and stuff. On the East Coast, there's a lot of like driving down to the Outer Banks mm-hmm. or like driving over. Yeah, I'm in Maryland. So, like, going over to Rehoboth or going over to Ocean City mm-hmm. or going over to the Chesapeake and stuff. So, there's, yeah, it's, it's a very summer activity. Mm-hmm.
0: No, as a kid, like my parents, uh, we drove all over the country. Like we drove from Pennsylvania to California and, Mm. you know, moving to California for a bit. And we went through all the desert, you know. Um, And yeah, I I mean, in the Midwest, there's similar things. You know, you go to the lake for the weekend or go up to (laughs) the big city, you know, Kansas City or St. Louis or whatever. I would imagine everybody in America or most people in America would have these kind of uh, memories and certainly as life has gotten busier and busier as adults, you're just feared and feared opportunities for road trips, but it has not disappeared. Yeah. And Limousine is a very, did something really interesting with this album because mm-hmm. with its release, he put up forth his own little treasure hunting contest or competition where the cassette release of this album had hidden notes. This is Paired with a box of buried treasure I buried out in the California desert this spring, so there are cl- there are clues in the little J card on the cassette, and <laughs> the box contains rare limousine merch, including all my vinyl test presses, all vinyl LPs, all tapes, tour merchandise, rare never sold items, setlist merch, set sheets, personal notes, gold cash, PSA trading cards, and much more. And so he posted about this in April with the release of the album. And then uh, someone found it May 13th. And, you know, they have photos. We have a link in the little community notes of, you know, uh, the actual site where it was hidden. He's going to leave a little geocache there so people will find something. I forgot about geocaching, That was, a, but that's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he uh, says it grew it up. I was very much inspired by pirate lore and the Goonies being one of my favorite films of all time. Uh, I knew I just had to do something similar for y'all and it worked. So I, I mean, I just, I think it's rather charming.
1: Yeah. It's a fun little activity and it, Funny, you know you got a family it's took less than a month for
0: them to find yeah it. <laughs> i mean that's the thing though right like either it's impossible to find that seems to be the way with these kind of like treasure hunt or things either it's found very quickly or it's never found like there's no middle ground there's no like oh yeah in six yeah. months they found it it's either like oh yeah we got in that <laughs> week or it's been 10 years and no one knows where it is and uh, maybe someone found it just didn't report it. Maybe it was found by someone who had no idea what was going on, just found it by chance. Maybe, you know, animals destroyed it or maybe, yeah, it's just, it's just gone. So. We haven't actually talked
1: much about the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really interesting. But the music itself, uh, what do I want to say about it, because it's, I just really, really think it like the, the choice of going more like Southwest style. Mm-hmm. And like the overall construction of the album, not just like the plunder phonics and the field recording aspect, but it's so interesting because it is like, it's a road trip, but it's a very like sleepy road trip in a good Mm -hmm. way. So, you know, it opens up with this opening track, Joshua Tree, which makes sense because the geocache was found in Joshua Tree National Park. Mm -hmm. So a little little opening hit there is, is largely just like fading into nature sounds. And there's not really like anything until the last minute Mm -hmm. or so where like a little bit of really soft music comes in.
0: Yeah. And it's like the opening yeah. is so slow. Like it is so, it takes like two, like the first minute you're like, is it, is it, has it started? Like, unless you're listening with headphones mm-hmm. and you have it cranked up, like you're not going to, it's so subtle and gradual. It's it's a, a long purposeful thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, really dragged out. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't know. I just love all these samples. I, I really knew where more of them were.
0: From. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: You know, like I really like track five Los Angeles, which is like, almost oh, like big bandy but like really distorted and, and crushed in there but it's like loungy I guess what maybe more the big band like loungy
0: yeah like lounge, lounge lizard type uh, yeah why don't we uh listen to that track uh, track five Los Angeles California I quite liked track five as well. The big band jazz with like some kind of echoing layered soundscape on top of it. Something like Mm -hmm. there's something really interesting going on. I don't know. I I don't know if I can like reverse engineer it, but like, it's, I like it. The sound is more sixties and seventies than eighties. Like, I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if there's stuff from the early eighties in here, but like um, the vibe, if you will, is very seventies for it. it's, Gives it a more psychedelic or prog rock feeling than, you know, most of it. But it's still like still very vaporwave, right? There's a lot of pitch shift stuff. There's a lot of like echo and like reverb kind of like kind of mm-hmm. distant and like and, and still mixing in with the field recordings. I really like on track 12. My Trains Are Coming. There's like the the transition at the end of the track. It sounds like a radio just changing the radio station, just changing, you know, your car radio mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. Yeah, it is it is a, a more chill Album, but it's still yeah. It's so focused on the road trip experience and like the the, the yeah. feeling of being on a road trip.
1: Yeah, and I don't quite know what that is like. Why it produces that feeling in me, but it does very much feel like an album where you are going places, mm-hmm. right? So I don't know if it's the fact that everything kind of has that like playing in another room vibe to it, mm-hmm. or it's so. Well, it'll just feel like sixties, seventies, and and eighties. It pulls from like a lot of different genres and different feels and different feelings, basically, I guess would be the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. So like each track, it, it does feel very road trippy to me. And also it could be that I'm over absorbing the, the theming, and like projecting <laughs> it back on the album. Yeah. But it does feel like an album where you like you're you're constantly like pulling up to places where this music is playing like diegetic in some sense yeah. of like, yeah, you know, we drove through Sedona, Arizona, which is track four. You know, we stopped at a bar or whatever and this is what was playing. Yeah. Or a cafe, I guess. In Arizona, it's more like cafe music. It sounds more like gift shop music in some sense. <laughs> not pejoratively. Not pejoratively. And then, like, yeah, we get to LA and we go to the lounge. And then we're back on the road through the Valley of Death, which is track six. Mm-hmm. And then the places kind of disappear. Kind of becomes more like these relationship-type conversations between people. Yeah. People. Yeah. Just totally going by track names. Oh, yeah. So there's this interesting. It's kind of like this decay or like crumbling mm-hmm. with the road trip as you go to which just is, is sort of
0: interesting it's sort of also served by like the fact that the the album is bookended by these field recordings right like it opens up with the field mm-hmm. recording ends with the field recordings of the road mm-hmm. and so it's like you're getting in the car and you're getting out of the car you know um so i think that mm-hmm. contributes to the feeling as well yeah yeah no it's it's a it's a fun little album um i mean the whole run is like 30 minutes 31 minutes something like that so most of the tracks are very short, you know, just a couple minutes. So it doesn't overstay it's welcome. Like you could have easily padded this out and had a lot of similar tracks, but like it's a more tightly curated experience, I think serves it well. So definitely put it on your playlist for your, your, you know, your road trip summer jams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These tracks also would go well and mixed in with other Vaporwave. They, I think like you could put this in a lot of mixes and th- these tracks would stand on their own oh yeah, yeah because also they're so distinctive compared to a lot of vaporwave like it's gonna like oh, huh, this is interesting i haven't heard this kind of sound in a while yeah
1: yeah i agree great album great album really fun to listen to i'm glad you picked yeah because i probably wouldn't have checked it out on my
0: yeah own. and i it was i i picked it I was like, oh well hey treasure hunt that sounds deep and then it's like oh the album's <laughs> great too awesome
1: That was a bit from track three, Smooth Character off the latest album from Luxury Elite Fashion Pop, which as of time of recording just came out a couple weeks ago. And yeah, so this is the latest from Vaporwave, Late Night Lo-Fi, absolute classic generator veteran Luxury Elite, who we have also talked about previously, actually on the same episode as we previously talked about limousine we did high society uh, on our best of 2020 Mm -hmm. episode and i would be earnestly surprised if i hadn't mentioned other Lux albums like world class or um like new classics or something Mm -hmm. because i've just really enjoyed her music a lot like the past 10 years or so
0: yeah luxury elite is an artist who i've the longer i've listened to uh her work the more i appreciate it like when I first mm-hmm. heard Luxury Elite, I was I was actually kind of like eh, like world class did not really do much for me. But like hmm. I think my tastes have have uh, uh, my tastes have changed over the years, especially you know doing this podcast. And I I you know, like I really like this album. Like I think this is I think this is my favorite Luxury Elite album. So nice. it's it's a lot of fun. But yeah, I'll have to revisit like her earlier work now. I think and yeah. reevaluate it and this is not a unique thing for me there's a lot of vaporwave that i would listen to like when it came out 10 years ago or whatever and i'm like because eh, mm-hmm. it was really in a signal wave infinity frequencies kind of mood back then and now i've expanded my right. horizons and i can appreciate a wider range of uh, vaporwave that'd be interesting to do like a revisit of stuff you
1: thought you were like mid on or whatever yeah yeah see what you think of it now mm-hmm. So I think what I really like about Luxury Elite's approach to this sort of Vaporwave late night lo-fi work is, we've talked about this before, is a lot of it, sometimes in in good ways, is very ironic. Mm -hmm. Like, weren't the 90s goofy or like, wow, everything was neon. Wasn't that weird? And she does not do that. I think it's largely rooted in like an absolute, unironic, and sincere love of that aesthetic in that Mm -hmm. era. And I think as a result, I just think that that sincerity comes through and makes it stand above some of the, well, fun, you know, more kind of like ironic takes on sampling or emulating music of that era. That's the big thing about her music that stands out to me because she's a super nice person. Uh, we've crossed paths a few times on like the Hot Takes Discord. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we'll talk about like 90s advertising campaigns or like. How crazy, like, legitimately interesting, like, fashion or design was, and shows I completely forgotten about. Like, we were talking about silk stocking. And, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, the other week because like one character, one character in that show has an apartment that is just literally like a vaporwave album cover. Oh. like fifteen years before anybody even thought of vaporwave. Oh my god, um, you know it is. It is like it. It just looks like parody. Like if you did not know it was from a '90s television show, you would think it was like.
0: Like, really good vaporware. Damn, I want to Uh, see this. Yeah, I don't think I watched that show. I'll I'll dig up the screenshot.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I I remember it existing. I never really watched Mm. it. But yeah, the aesthetic of that show is wild. But anyway, yeah. The point being that I think just like an authentic love of all this this era of media really comes through in the music.
0: Oh yeah, no, hundred. I, I basically wrote the same thing as like you could really feel as though you're the atrium of a mall, 1989, waiting for JC Penney's summer fashion line about to hit the stage. Like this is not ironic <laughs> condemnation of this of this type of music, but a really sincere appreciation of this like er, like this this sort of like era synth and midi like very clean very precise entirely synthesized sound like everything is made Mm -hmm. in a keyboard or a doll or something like that like there is nothing analog there is nothing from a real instrument it is all synth and it's all good uh so yeah (laughs) it's very chipper it's very upbeat it's very optimistic and it's it's fun yeah you just like you know, there. This is so thing Oh, this is cringe. This is bad. This is this is awkward. This is embarrassing. But like, just get by that, and just like they really like enjoy this, just appreciate it, and you'll 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 feel better. Mm-hmm. It's feel good music.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I totally agree. Also, little bits of Twin Peaks references and some of the melodies. So oh um, yeah. Also, also a sucker there, which which sort of leads into my my second point when thinking about music or like talking Mm -hmm. about albums or or what I like about because this is again very different from the limousine album which was like the sleepy road trip you know this is this is like a Mm -hmm. pop right oh yeah but I really like music that makes when you're listening to it like that's all you want to think about Mm. or like you only want to think about like what the music makes you feel and that's true of I think all music I like even like somber or like gloomy signal wave and stuff mm-hmm. and it, it tends to be that i like connections and i like when music makes me think of other media mm. i don't know that's that's not meant to be like unfair to the music like i don't want to think that i'm not talking about music right. on its own terms but i i sort of caught myself when I, and i do this all the time whenever i'm taking notes of like listening to an album and writing it down not just this album I almost always phrase my thoughts in terms of their relation to other media. Mm -hmm. Like this makes me feel like this type of movie. This makes me feel like this type of scene. So I'm going to do that a lot, but I just want to specify that that's like just how I like thinking about stuff. Sure. Um, I don't know. Like I, I just always feel like sometimes I, I come across as not taking the music on its own, but I think that's because I like to talk about it in like, I'm more comfortable in which
0: tends to be like movies sure well i mean nothing exists in a vacuum right and like especially when you talk about vaporwave like that the 80s are the era of synth music dominance right like this is like Mm -hmm. it's the sound of the 80s like Mm -hmm. and yeah no i i totally get it like i think the vaporwave artists themselves are like in that that same mindset like they're all referencing like existing media uh and uh drawing those connections and trying to create say something new with it and no that's that's a a good way like i mean for me i was more focused on like the variety of Mm -hmm. like what what can you do with this absolutely this very clean midi (laughs) sound and i quite yeah there's a lot of cool things that that are done here i think you know yeah yeah so like like for like to give an example of, of connecting back to media the sample
1: i played which was from track three I think that's one of my favorites because it sounds like a science montage from, like, an 80s movie, like, real genius. (laughs) Yeah. To me, like, there's, like, investigative Mm bass. You know, like, just absolutely, throughout this whole album, amazing bass Mm -hmm. work. Amazing bass samples or synth patches or wherever they're pulled from. Mm -hmm. They're fantastic. There's, like, kind of this investigative bass and there's, like, the slow part in the middle, which is, like, Val Kilmer, like, (laughs) looking at the laser. And then, like, maybe some stuff doesn't work out. And then, like, oh, they figure it out. And then it's, like, triumphant again at the Mm -hmm. end. Yeah. Just, just the way it kind of just sits with me, just like that's kind of like that's the best music kind of puts those sort of
0: images in my head.
1: Yeah. Uh, kind of independent of genre.
0: You know, I mean, there were bits that like got me thinking of other 80s music or very iconic music. Like mm-hmm. the biggest thing for me is like track seven and it's got those 80s like tom drums, like gated mm-hmm. reverb, like Phil Collins in the air tonight. Like kind of like, mm. uh, and I was like, hell <laughs> yeah. Fucking love those drums. I uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah. yeah that, that's a good one. That was um, I. I do love how all in a good way, like all over the place. This can mm-hmm. be like there's so much exploration of different different sounds. Yeah. which is kind of another way it stands out. I think from the limousine album, which is like hyper focused on one theme. Mm-hmm. Whereas so like natural wonders is like a. Just awesome pop music. Yeah, like it sounds like a pop backing. Yeah, yeah. And then crowded bar. The next one is like synth flute and vocals, and like smooth streets of rage music. Just like that real, real chill drum.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, there there is quite a bit of variety. Like there are these like track nine has like a kind of a weird uh, digital virtual has this like vocal chorus coming up in the midsection and like yeah, it's uh, so maybe that was sampled or something like that, but. Yeah, I really like the, the the vocals for it. Track eleven, I just yeah, I love me a good sax, and there's there's some good <laughs> there's some good sax in there. track yeah, twelve uh, reminding me of like like a kind of a chill synthwave thing. Um, really mm-hmm. like the guitar strumming in it. Like yeah, no, I think this is like maybe luxury release. Like what is everything I can do on this keyboard? I'm just going to use all of the little virtual instruments uh, on my keyboard <laughs> and just do a different track for each one. Yeah, it's it, but it's still like everything does sound like it could be for a fashion show, right? Like everything is like, oh, here's our here's our fun active wear. Here's our evening wear. Uh, uh, and Oh, look at look at what <laughs> Tiffany's wearing tonight, you know. And, but yeah, no, it's it's yeah.
1: The fashion show is interesting and it's clearly a pretty obvious reference It's called Fashion Pop is the name mm-hmm. of the album. Right. And, you know, the album covers full of high fashion photography mm-hmm. that you do see all the time. But, uh, yeah, I just couldn't get the connection to, like, just thinking about other media Mm -hmm. out of my head. Well, I
0: think the other media is, like, I mean, fashion shows would evoke other media, too. Like, it's all interconnected. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, I think I wouldn't be surprised if, you know luxury elite did some research and watched some fashion shows from the eighties with drew inspiration from that. But those fashion shows from the eighties drew from contemporary movies, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's all, it's all cycle Burke. It's, it's all, <laughs> it's all big. Ouroboros, <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: Culture manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's true. Yeah. It's, it's fair. Any other samples you want to play? Yeah. So I think I mentioned, you know, how much I love all the different bass lines and bass sounds of this album. Mm-hmm. So here's a bit from track eight, lifestyle creep. Mm. think this one just really stood out to me especially that intro mm-hmm. just that boom, 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 boom. like that just really deep muted bass like oh yeah i don't know like very very much it's very it's here. very
0: funky beat i did like it yeah. yeah yeah there's
1: a lot of god there's so much like design office track too i know we're a little all over the place in terms of tracks like design office has like that toe jam and earl sega bass is what i think of it as. oh yeah,
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: just killer just killer little bits of instrumentation throughout the entire mm-hmm. album and going back to summer, like, it's interesting, the summer aspect of it to me, because, like, it is just jams, just, like, feel-good jams, like, just kind of relaxing and enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's interesting. It's not as, like, thematically connected to summer for me, but it still feels like summer music. Yeah. To me. And I, I really dug into, like, why that's the case.
0: Well, I mean, all of this would be, like, party music, too, right? Like, you could, you, yeah. That's true. And uh, summer is the time of party more than the other season, like. Um, it's a time for vacations. It's the time for not taking things as seriously as you would like in the winter or fall. you know good times are here to stay. Good weather, good vibes. <laughs> yeah. Um, the 90s will never die. 90s will never die. end of history, baby we won. <laughs> so yeah yeah. all right well that, yeah, that's true. that's a good point. I
1: guess I was trying to like think too hard about it, but I think they're just great jams and everyone should check yeah. them out.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Our next episode, we are going to uh, go back to a very special place for Vaporary fans, Kmart. Uh, a while ago, years ago, someone found a, uh, a large number of tapes that would be played during Walmart or Kmart. Um, I mix up my marts and they digitize these tapes and put them on archive.org and since then multiple artists have uh, sampled these uh, Kmart uh, tapes to make their own albums and uh, there's a lot of cool stuff uh, out there so it'll be fun to dig into what has been done with the this massive treasure trove of samples and if you aren't already please consider joining our patreon at patreon.com slash night radio we have some New rewards. We have mixes on our Discord for members. Uh, yeah, obviously, our Discord is for members only, uh, where we have a lot of cool discussions. And uh, we're putting up some neat, unique rewards on there and uh, working on essays. And, uh, of course, we have a lot of a, a good number of bonus episodes where we talk about a lot of interesting topics to fans of uh, weird, haunted music. We are on Twitter at Night Clerk Radio. I am at Ross Payton. Burke is at Burke McBurkinson. We have a website, nightclarkradio.com, and a Facebook page. And uh, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever you listen to. Give us all of them stars. We could use them. And tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell all your coworkers and all the fashion models at the local JCPenney's fashion show. They would love to listen to this album in particular. Uh, and they've been working so hard on the catwalk, they could use a good, you know, summer vacation. Maybe a road trip, too. They deserve good music. They deserve too. good music. Everyone does. <laughs> thank you, Bert. Uh, and thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you next time.